on the table. Uh, I should get to my gate if I don't want to miss the flight. I pull her wallet toward me. You have plenty of time. That's why we're here now. Early. I sigh, taming down the frustration which surfaces whenever I bring up the subject of my father. I won't bring up the other side anymore. Once again, I glean no information from my mom regarding my dad. I'll be 30 next week, and to this day, my mom refuses to talk about him. She drags her wallet back to her. I'm sure you'll have no trouble finding a job. Chains of subject done quickly, Trixie style. Oh, I hope you're right. You have savings, right? You'll be okay for a while if nothing comes through, won't you? I guess. I did just buy the condo six months ago. Between the down payment and the incidentals, my nest egg needs more eggs. Immediately, I regret my words. It wasn't my intent to burden her before she leaves for another month. I told you purchasing the condo might not have been the best move. I mean, you seem like you know what you want in life, but you never know when Jesus might take hold of that heart of yours again and send you with me. You know, like before, when we did this together. Her big smile and dreamy gaze quit making me feel guilty years ago. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm, those were such fun days, Anne. Remember the Psalms? How we used to sing them all the time? Lord, how Lord, how excellent is thy name. Psalm 8-1 some habits never die. Stop singing, Mom. It's not working. She doesn't understand. I'm not like her. It's her dream, her calling, to live in airports and impoverished villages with people who don't speak the same language and whose eyes are filled with hope. A hope I don't understand at times. How can they keep hoping when nothing ever changes? And I love Jesus. I just choose to love him in the Atlanta area, locally. Mom, you know the condo was a great purchase. I bought it for half its original price. I'll figure it all out. Like you said, I'm sure I'll have no trouble finding something else. I speak the words with a confidence I don't feel. Jobs are scarce, and I need a high-paying one, like the one I left, or rather, the one that left me. My mom's fingers brush the top of mine. You know, Anne, I do enjoy and appreciate this time we have together. I know I'm never home for long, but it does my heart good to see my girl when I'm here. A lot of moms would have tears in their eyes at a moment like this, but not mine. I believe she firmly means what she says, but I learned long ago that Trixie either has no emotions or she keeps them hidden. I guess if she didn't, it would be hard to live through her days in the mission field. The only topic that seems to unnerve her is any discussion of my father, and that has been frustrating. I've seen my birth certificate. I know my father's name, Antonio Thomas. I also know I was born in Hampton Cove, Florida, and my father's occupation was listed as unemployed. Maybe that's why mom left. A strange sense of loyalty to my mom keeps me from digging deeper right now. Maybe later. 
but the older I get, the harder it is to squelch the urge that will probably be her undoing. Back in my condo, I'm supposed to be looking for a job, but instead I'm scouring the internet for shoes. Not just any shoes, mind you. No, I'm looking for very special shoes. Shoes I can't afford. Crazy, isn't it? But it's my obsession, I guess you could say. Looking is my obsession, not buying. I tried one time, tried to spend hundreds of dollars on a pair of shoes with a surprise bonus from work. I planned to walk into the shoe store and purchase the beautiful shoes I pass by every day, wishing they were mine. I did make it through the door. I actually sat in the luxurious chair and gave the sales girl my shoe size. But while she went to the back to find the amazingly beautiful shoe, I panicked.